1: The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of W.I.L.K.'s staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on W.I.L.K.
2: Hello, good Good morning. morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you today?
1: Good, thanks. (laughs) Just fine. yeah well it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood well it is today yes mm-hmm. as, as we're recording this it is quite a lovely day
2: and you know what i realized i missed mm. there was a robin williams docu- documentary on the other night and i, I forgot you did mm-hmm. i hope they replay it they oh, probably they will. will which channel was it on again on 44 it, i think was no well, i don't know no was it on no it was monday night and i forgot all about it it's even in it's even in my calendar Wow. to watch and i did not hbo that's what it was yes so i have to mm-hmm. i have to
1: rewatch. watch i have to watch it it, it, not re-watch, it was very interesting it. It really i love was. him i didn't His realize son's adorable isn't he yeah and i didn't realize he was that close to um, billy crystal oh yeah i knew they were friends but mm-hmm. i didn't realize oh, they very. were very very good friends mm-hmm. i so, love him too yeah it, it was heartbreaking right it was heartbreaking um but You watch it and you watch him as a performer, and he is just so gifted with his ability to think on his feet so fast I know and it. to make jokes about things that you wouldn't even, uh, I wouldn't go there. And it just, it's rapid fire the way it comes out
2: of his and, mouth. And he's very, he was very hard to interview. Oh, yeah. You, you, and I could tell just by watching people who, because he's so, and when you were another guest that were not the one being, in, like you were, like if he was on um, Johnny, not Johnny Carson, but, oh my God, I love him, but Jimmy. on like, on, on David Letterman or any of them, yep. if there was someone else sitting there he would butt, butt like you know butt right into it it was very because it was just it, the neurons were flying and yeah. that's firing so that's that's him how he
1: is but yeah he's, it was uh, interesting it was um all right well, i have very to, well done i'll have to look and the thing is the majority of it was actually him okay. speaking it wasn't a narrator in the background okay. he was more a part of this probably 85 90 percent of the whole thing all right well good i'm glad i have to see it yeah so do check it out so
2: now you know i started my my novena novena started this week on the 17th and it'll run to the through the 26th so we're taping on thursday so this is my third day going and um i just love it and i always love that i make like you put it into right into my calendar not that sometimes it works as you said i put it in to watch the (laughs) hbo thing and it didn't work but i do that every day and i love it i just love Going to that beautiful, beautiful basilica and going up that hill—it's just so neat. It's just a, a good feeling, and I have to tell you because I know one—I know one of our upcoming sponsors, um, Angela, because they always tell us in advance what they'll be speaking of. So she—it made me think about it because I know she's she's going to be speaking about uh, random acts of kindness. So um, what it entails, we will find out next segment. But I, speaking of that, it made me think yesterday. I was at Novena, and sitting under the tent, there were two tents outside, and this, bless you, and this woman and her children, it was, Novena had just started, and she was trying to get a seat, well, she was looking for a seat, I guess, and she started, she just was kind of looking and walked past, and these two young boys had to be, I don't know, 18 to 20 years old, maybe a little younger, maybe a little older, I don't know. They got up, and they said, ma'am, excuse me, you you can have my seat. Oh, Two young kids, yay. and they just got up, and they walked over and stood, and she sat down, and I, I was sitting next to um, Helen Egan. She was visiting um, from the Philadelphia area. She and I sat together, which is um, my kid's cousin, and um, Helen's a sweetheart, and she said... Um, I looked at her and I said, "Boy, their mom, their mom taught them well, huh?" And she's like, "Absolutely." Like it was, and I wanted to go over to them, but the novena was going on. I didn't want to disturb them. And then when I looked at the end, I, I, be right at as as it ended, I saw where they were. And then someone came up to me, and it threw me off. So I never got over to compliment them. But so, so beautifully done and i thought at novena and two young guys are getting up and giving up their seats i it was just was just a good thing so
1: random act of kindness that was good i wish i knew who they were i have a question for you about that um when you do things like that um you know when you're in line and or uh, this happens too a lot of times when we used to be able to pay for the tolls at the turnpike yes you know you knew what the toll was or at least you thought you knew what it was but how do you know how do you know the person behind you if you're in a you know a line to let's say dunkin donuts or something how do you know what the person is going to order so that you know what to pay because when you get up there you say
2: did they already have the order in for the most part and they say what's the value you can say what is the value of or who cares whatever it is they say pay it but some people uh, um they'll just say well i'll pay for this guys and they said oh it's a black coffee or something so you just oh that's right they already they know. know because they have the, they, order. the order so that's, that's right. what they do that's and right. then when you get up there they say you're yep. you're good okay that's cool so, um, I never
1: but, thought about that, but yeah,
2: yeah. But it's uh, it's just it's just a neat thing. And toll booths. I'll never forget the time Meyer paid somebody's. We were in the, the crossing the um, Delaware water, know, gap? The water gap. Water yeah. gap. And Meyer gave the guy a, an extra buck or whatever it was for the guy behind us. And wouldn't you know, he gets a ticket and says he didn't pay. He, uh, they said he did and he and he said damn it I paid not only did I pay myself I paid it forward and the guy and he got out of it because he even he put I said write that in there you know that you did it and you paid yes. for the guy behind you and he they, they said they believe they said you know what you're right you're done it's a mistake on our part but wow. he had to do it and he's like That's I so can't funny. believe it. <laughs> uh, And he's like, last time I listened to you at Random Active, I said, oh, it's a dollar. Big deal. You know, so, but anyway, it was funny. That is good. So So you've been doing novenas. Yes, and last Friday night, I was at the wedding of Michael... John Baldy and Elizabeth Ann Colachico, um, who got married at the pond, the barn at Glistening Ponds. It's in Falls. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time that I've ever been there, the, the barn at Glistening Pond. And it was, it's beautiful the wedding was in one of the old barns and it was a beautiful day it was a little hot but it was a beautiful sunny day and so there's four openings on one opening on each side of the barn Okay. And the three that do not have the barn door that opens and closes have this beautiful, like, white linen fabric, like, draped beautifully on each side. There's a, an old brick silo, like, a, not brick, but a, uh, like a cinder block silo that they turned into a waterfall so you could hear the water trickling. Um, white lights everywhere, chandelier and ceiling fans up high, and then all white padded chairs was, were in there. So you, the sun was like gleaming in through the 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 lines, the slats of the wood. It was it was so beautiful. Jimmy Gibbons did the ceremony. It was absolutely fabulous and then you walk up a little bit further and there's the barn where they have the actual reception which was absolutely beautiful this a a different chandelier but big and white lights and it was constantino's did the catering then out on the deck it's like a wraparound deck was the um uh, the the cocktail hour then they have a big outside like tent so that you could go outside if you smoked or whatever down underneath and it was absolutely beautiful I it, was nice it would be right up my be. alley anyway because I love that barn kind of thing. Yeah, but it was it, it couldn't have been a more beautiful day. And she, Liz, Liz, looked gorgeous. Michael looked handsome as could be. Carolyn and Mary Kate, um, which are Diane and Mike Baldy's daughters, were. Gorgeous. Amanda is uh, Liz's sister. She was the maid of honor. They, th- everybody looked spectacular. It was so beautifully done. And I said, I, I'm, after a while, it's like weddings. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I'm telling you, I was A, looking forward to it. And B, I was so thrilled when I got there because we just had such a great time. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. And that place is beautiful. I saw, this is one of those things. I saw the owner and I said to him, I said, excuse me, are you the owner? He said, yes. Is there a problem? (laughs) I said, no, I just, I said, I could tell you were. And I just wanted to compliment you. This place is absolutely beautiful. He's like, oh, thanks. We've been open since 2015. And we're adding like this barn, this part of the barn just became available. We just got this ready. And it's, it's a work, an actual working farm. It is. I yes. was just going to ask you that.
1: Yes. So they don't use those barns for anything. Well, I guess a, for those they don't. But
2: but no. there's farming now. I don't know what kind of farming actually <laughs> goes on. But like it would, they had like a rusty old wheel wheelbarrow uh, sitting outside of the, um, th- when you go in with all little baby petunias and a sign that was painted in white that said, um, "This is this is where your story begins," and uh. just. Really pretty little touches, like antiquey looking, um, very natural looking ways, and the the white at, in a summer
1: day, it was just. It was perfect i wonder who did the design the interior design the whole effect of that um because it has to really not just look nice it has to flow
2: and you know and that's they had these big containers outside of the barn uh right three big um you know that where you can water like where you can get a drink they had lemonade iced tea and water and then they had bottled water and a few bottles of beer like in this old-fashioned ice cooler kind of thing and it was just it like they everything was there it was and then you walked up a little little ways and that's where the the reception was it was Mm -hmm. it really i said told i saw mike the other day i said mike it was so beautiful Uh, i just absolutely loved it it was it was great so that's nice just
1: have to say well we're gonna go to a a wedding in um is it st michael's in I think it's Maryland. I'm not sure, but it's the Outer Banks or north of the Outer Banks. Um, That's in be September. A hike. Yeah. So it's one of these deals where you go down on Friday, you, there's an event, and these are all uh, low key barbecue outdoor picnic kind of things on friday night and then a, a semi-formal wedding on saturday and a full brunch on sunday so it's a it's Who a total it? weekend this is um one of my college friends um, janice ackerman her youngest no that's wrong one that was a birthday we just said her oldest son uh johnny okay. ackerman is getting married and um can't wait to go it's just gonna i this this Guy, this Johnny Ackerman, and I have a very special relationship. He's kind of like uh, son I didn't have, okay. you know, that kind of a thing. So I'm really, I'm just so excited about going and to when see is him. It? On my birthday, September okay, 15th. Okay, well that's a good time.
2: That's a good yes. time to go. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah and I, I know. I have two cool. more wed. I have a wedding in September. One of my best friends, and then I have a wedding in both are local and then i have a wedding in november of one of my dear friend's daughters who will be married and one's at the radisson and actually i forget where lynn's is going to be i should be getting the invitation soon but i'm all very happy and my friend lynn Wall, she's getting married she's 50 just turned 57 and she is getting married for the first time good for her. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And her husband, Jimmy, is wonderful, so it's going to be fun. It'll be that's a nice... neat. I just talked to her the other day because her birthday was the 14th of July, and we spoke, and I um, was just,
1: just... So she's really excited about what this. What made her decide to get married at 57?
2: I don't know. They've been together for a long time. Oh, okay. And um, they
1: decided to do it, and what the heck? Go for it. Um, well, there's a lot of legal issues that make marriage a lot more attractive to people than living together yeah you know so yeah. um that's that's
2: I but guess it's that's great. a great thing and there i'm just happy she's very thrilled and he's just a great, wonderful guy and she's just so happy that's so, great yeah so that's it nice. so we're gonna uh, take a break because we have our guest expert as i spoke about before miss angela powell who works for vrec or the veterinary referral and emergency center in clark summit and we will be right back you're listening this morning to laurie lynn show
1: here's laurie and lynn
2: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, and I'm the owner of Laurie Cadden
1: Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. And I'm Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm devoted to the financial planning needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And it is my pleasure to introduce one of our guest experts today, Angela Powell, who is the public affairs liaison, liaison. With, uh, how to say it, right? mm-hmm. with the Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center in Clark Summit. Welcome, Angela. Hi, it's great to be back. Yeah, <laughs> glad to know she's back.
2: <laughs> and we okay. kept saying,
1: We want Angela, we love her. <laughs> so we're happy. Yes, we're happy that you're here. Well, so, thank you want you. to talk about an event that's coming up that you're going to be a part of? That's VREC. Yeah.
3: uh, This is the seventh year for an event called Wolfstock. Um, It's held (laughs) by True Friends Animal Welfare Center in Montrose, PA. Um, They're going to be having an event at Salt Springs Park, which is in Franklin Forks. It's right around the Montrose area. Um, It's their biggest event of the year, and it's going to have food, music vendors, a bunch of adoptable dogs, in case you're interested. Uh, It's a dog friendly. Uh, I don't think they have cats Uh, because of the dogs. Oh, okay. True Friends does have cats and dogs. Okay. Uh, it's a dog-friendly event, and we're going to be setting up as a sponsor. We'll be there with, uh... Fun stuff to give out. We'll be there answering any questions you may have uh, about our services. We're going to try to have some doctors, some technicians there to answer more technical questions. Um, we're going to be there all day. It's from 1 to 6 p.m. And uh, if is that you're a Saturday, yes, it is. Okay. It's August 18th, if I didn't already say. Uh, it's $10 pre sale and $15 at the gate but we'll be there all day from one to six. So stop by, we'll be taking pictures for social media. We'll be giving away fun stuff. And it's a great no kill shelter and all the money benefits them, so. And you said this is what, their sixth one? This will be their seventh. Seventh, have you been a participant for all those years? We have been at least for the past couple. Okay. Um, I just wonder
1: because that, that's something new that I didn't ever hear mm-hmm. um, on VREC's websites or anything else or posts. Mm-hmm. So that's a cool thing. What's it called again? Woodstock?
3: It's Wolf Stock.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. Do <laughs> you think that's cute? <laughs>
3: it is cute. Yeah, I like that a lot. And they're a great welfare center that we work closely with, um, uh-huh. and we try to help them with adoptions and if the animals do need care later on, we try to partner with them to make sure that everyone gets the care that they need. Mm, so That's good. Yeah. yeah. It's a really nice event and last year had a great turnout so we're hoping for another good summer day.
2: Good. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Yeah. so pretty. Such a pretty little town. Did love it. Did you day. say Honestale or Montdale? It's Montrose. Oh, I thought you said
3: Honestale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're good. Well, right. well, guess what? Honestale is still <laughs> It is a very nice place. Did, I was just there today deal yeah. When you
2: said Montrose, <laughs> well, Montrose is great too. It is. <laughs> Can we start over? <laughs> <laughs> Montrose it is. Montrose it <laughs> is. Oh my Let's god. Let that straight. Why did I honest to god I heard Honsdale. I, I <laughs> really did. And Lynn's <laughs> like is that good thing cuz Angela probably wouldn't have said um it's not Honsdale, it's Montrose. I, yeah. it's
1: but very
3: pretty tell town. Us again
1: about Montrose though. What um what's the
3: name of the park where it is? It's called Salt Springs Park. It's a little north of Montrose. It's in Franklin Forks, okay. Pennsylvania. Oh, never heard of okay. it. It's a really nice, gorgeous wooded area. There's tons of uh, water, so that dogs can go play in the stream oh. nearby. And it's it's a nice shaded area, so it's not too hot. Good. There's going to be indoor and outdoor vendors. Nice. So.
2: Alrighty yeah okay so So, tell us more angela about all the stuff that's going on at vrec with random at which i just love that term uh, random acts of kindness which we should be doing every day we're just putting it out there just saying right Mm -hmm. yes so what
3: what are you guys up to with that Well, uh, I actually went through my notes to try to find the origin of the random acts of kindness, and I couldn't really pinpoint it. So I just started seeing little notes here and there in mid-February and early March saying, let's do some random acts of kindness. Let's get the whole staff involved. And so we sent out a message to all the staff the administration the doctors do you guys have any businesses organizations individuals at a business that have gone beyond whether work-related or personal um, and if you do please you know give them a shout out and and we'll take care of the rest so we have a list of maybe 25 to 30 businesses and organizations that were nominated so in the past couple months, we've been going out into the community with random acts of kindness for these people. So we've done, um, custom cookies, cookie baskets. We've done, uh, candy and snacks. We've done trays of bagels. We've done, uh, potted plants and floral arrangements. Uh, one of the businesses that VREC works very closely with, uh, is called, um, or is it on my notes? Pet Memorial Services, and, and they do a lot of the aftercare mm-hmm. uh, for pets that come in. And we treated them to, like, a fully catered lunch because they're out in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Yep. So uh, we sent that out to them. Um, and we still have a couple on the way, including the grand finale one, which is going to be... Really big. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Uh, Why do you call it the grand finale one? Is that the program ends after that or just for the year or what? I think in this most current batch of candidates and nominees, that's going to be the largest coordinated effort. Okay. And then if we do another round. In the future, we'll see how that goes. But I think this is going to be the big one. So that'll be coming up soon. The big one, right. (laughs) But we've had a lot of great feedback. We've had social media tags. We've had cards sent thanking us. We've had, you know, uh, people stopping by just saying, you know, thank you so much. We don't know what we did, but we're so happy. And they, in turn, it forward as which well. Which is the best thing. Which yeah. was really when awesome. When you
2: do that and somebody thinks, man, I, I, what what it should do is inspire you to do the same thing, mm-hmm. which is why I cannot stand anonymous giving for that very reason that people are inspired by other people's acts mm-hmm. it makes them think i should do that or we should do that or maybe i could do it or puts the seed of thought into their mind to do something so if you do it anonymously who's you don't know who it is people tend to just say and i understand why people do that i just don't like it because right. to me you should be that's like a leadership type thing that you could do that you don't even know an inspirational thing mm-hmm. to get someone else to think about, hey, I should think about doing something like that, which is why I think it's so important. But um, I, I, I totally agree because once they see it, they think, okay, now we should do, we should do this, and oh my God, what did we do that makes us qualify for something like that? Right. No different than, and I'm sure this has happened to you guys because almost everyone I know it happens to. I'm if I'm in the Dunkin' Donut line getting an iced tea and I pull up and someone says your iced tea was paid for, I'm like it was. Now I do that a lot, mm-hmm. but when when it happens to you you don't you think oh my god someone else it's such a neat thing to think okay it's a $2.43 piece really piece of happiness you think oh my god somebody thought about it and they think do you know the person or not and most people don't want they just pull out and they go because they don't want you they just want to do it Mm -hmm. so that's sort of what you guys are doing it's not because someone's it's something that your staff or your physicians thought
3: hey these people deserve to be recognized right Right. andrew i mean it's that simple exactly it's either things that they've done for the company or things that they've witnessed standing in line at the coffee shop or standing in line to pay a bill somewhere and they just see these individuals going the extra mile or above and beyond or doing something outside of the scope of their job requirements that just stuck in their head. And the fact that we had such an outpouring from the staff from events that happened a couple weeks before or a couple months before, the fact that that's still stuck in their brain Mm -hmm. after Working and home life for months at a time is is significant, and you could see the people's faces just light up like, "Wow, this is for us! What did we do? You know, we don't even we, we don't frequent your we don't have pets we don't frequent your your organization, and it's it's not even that it's just the concept of people they so witnessing. Watched, yes, they watch what the, you do and yeah. how you define yourself mm-hmm. when you think no one is looking.
2: Exactly, that's the beauty, I love it, I think that is fabulous and think about it, it should go out your, about your day and a, a, like a box filled with all kinds of candy shows up just because, mm-hmm. like that's uh, to me i mean those little things make you happy and then you think you you wonder and then you think oh now and then hopefully it makes you stay on top of your game there because Mm -hmm. people are watching and you don't really know
1: Mm -hmm. so who is it that's nominating people your staff staff, yes physicians your staff yes and whether okay. and she said well, they
2: don't necessarily have to deal with VREC or you have been a patient there or whatever. It's just that these people in VREC of their, um, who are employed, they are out and see this and they do it. Mm-hmm. I think that is so cool. Yeah. Well, you know what's really neat, too? That's a real good perk for the employee because that's something that is like an added benefit to them. Like they can just come in and they know that the doctors and the, the staff are going to support them in, hey, I saw this happen. Let's. Right. And we're all jumping in to, to make that. That's a great way, a great mor- morale
3: booster. Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's wonderful. So Love
1: how, it. How many have you done? 25?
2: Said, said a lot. Said, there was uh, 30 or so. Did 1, you?
3: 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 20, 12. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. We've done 18 so far, and there's still more to go. Wow. All right. so That's wonderful. It's exciting.
1: Yeah, and I also want uh, our listeners to know that, um, I don't know if it's you, Angela, or somebody that posts the stuff on Facebook. That That would be me. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So there's always stuff. So go on Facebook, and um, what do you do? What's the verb? Like. Like, Uh, post, share, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, go go be somebody on their on their be their friend. Become a friend, so you can see all these wonderful things. And I think what's so cool about the posts is the pictures you take, Uh and the people who are just shocked, Uh but so happy to have received all these wonderful Uh gifts. Uh It's really nice. It's a great thing to do.
3: Well, it's a really great initiative and I'm happy that it was created and I'm happy that we're continuing to do it and the spontaneity of it makes it that much more exciting because no one can prepare for it. There you go. I Just love
2: me. it. I think <laughs> That's it's really great. Neat. And tell everybody, if you would, how, um, what, uh, what the center, where the center is, and the hospital is, and um, how they can get in touch with
3: um, anyone who may need their services. Sure. Uh, we're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every day of the year, including weekends and holidays. We are at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit, right off of 81 and the Turnpike. Uh, If you need to give us a call, the number is 570-587-7777. And we are on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter
2: yay and i love the billboard that's up with the doggy looking over that says almost hanging they're almost there i love it yep. so cute yep. so cute well thank you for joining us thank you for having mm-hmm. me and we hopefully will maybe we'll see you or the grand poobah next month so our guest <laughs> to the our, as she called what does she call herself the, the uh grand fromage yeah but i call her the grand poobah so tell her <laughs> we said hi and up next we have our second guest expert dr barbara plucknett you're listening to and lynn show and we will be right back
1: Here's Lori and Lynn.
2: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Lori and Lynn Show. I'm Lori Cadden, the owner of Lori Cadden Enterprises, which is a
4: fundraising, PR, and special event business. And my name is Lynn Evans, and I am the managing director of a business called Women of Substance LLC. It's a business I started a couple years ago, specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And our guest expert this morning is Dr. Barbara Plucknett, who is the owner of Advanced Gynecology Associates in Scranton. Good morning, Dr. Plucknett. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good How are you?
5: Great. Thank you.
4: Why don't we talk about this morning?
5: So we're going to talk about skinny fat. Hmm. And I think we talked about it before. It was a while ago. Um, But we're going to talk Mm -hmm. about it again for a couple of reasons. One, I was completely shocked by a patient um, who looked to be normal size. Matter of fact, we thought she was actually a low BMI, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. What does that mean? Um, Low BMI, and I was doing surgery on her, and I thought, you know, goodness, she's almost too skinny to have surgery done. It's almost difficult to do surgery on people that are too skinny. And lo and behold, when I looked inside her tummy, her tummy was full of fat. And I thought, well, oh, my golly, isn't this the one they talk about so much, the skinny fat, the one that actually is more troublesome than being obese or overweight? Um, And that's because the fat lives all around the vital organs and lives all around the interior. And there's really no prediction or no reason to think that these people are as unhealthy as they really are. And then there was also an article that came out um, just last week about skinny fat and how we might see an increased risk of dementia with skinny fat. Um, Wow. So, you know, the thing about as we get older, and we talked a little bit about this when we were talking about growth hormone. Um, As we get older, our growth hormone levels naturally decline, and growth hormone um, is not necessarily responsible for making us grow, but it's responsible for making muscle mass and not fat. And so as we age, as we get older, our growth hormone level goes down and we tend to make more fat than muscle. And this is where part of the problem comes in. The skinny fat is the people that are making more fat and they call that sarcopenia, fat making. So you become sarcopenic um, muscle loss, and you don't have the the strong muscles to keep you burning calories and, and keeping you strong. But instead, your body has a lot of this fat around it. And so they actually did a study on these people, um, the folks that they thought were the skinny fat folks, and they they've decided that you can actually um, have a, you actually have a higher risk of Alzheimer's disease in these people. Well you know this makes sense if we we understand that people that have diabetes because they have they're unhealthy they also have a risk of dementia and the people that are skinny fat got that way because their eating habits aren't great and so what they find with these folks is they um, they tend to eat a lot of bad food so they eat a lot of carbs they don't eat a lot of protein um, they tend to be the bingers and we skip breakfast and we we drink a lot of coffee and then on weekends we you know we do all of this uh, eating and things of that sort and so these people um, claim that they don't have any issue with their weight Um, But they're really not healthy folks, and that puts them at risk for dementia, among many other things, diabetes being the other thing.
4: Uh
5: And so, you know, it it behooves us to, you know, it always goes back to the food, as I say. We have to make sure that we're eating reasonably most of the time. Um, And so you know, it's how do you prevent being this? How do you stay healthy enough that you, um, you know, have are healthy on the inside as well as healthy on the outside? And how do you know if you're one of these people? So let's start with the how do you know? Um, you know, we talked about, I mentioned BMI. Um, that is what, that is the word that most people look at. Um, the BMI is their um, gauge of weight versus height. Um, And it's long been said that the BMI is really not a great tool for helping us predict um, who's healthy, who's not healthy. Um, It's simply a um, it's a a designation for overweight and obesity, Um, but it doesn't really give us The how much fat you have as opposed to how much um, weight you have. And so there are are machines that look at your body fat percentages, um, and those machines are available in different physicians' offices. It's a body composition analysis, and that actually tells you your body fat mass and gives you ranges with which you should fall within. But of course, not everybody has those body comp machines. They're a little bit on the expensive side. And so it would be good to find somebody who has that for you and then go ahead and get that measurement done. And then you can follow that over time. Uh, When we do use growth hormone for various reasons um, to help with muscle mass building, we follow the body comp analysis as that's one way of making sure that your growth hormone is doing what you want it to do. So Even if you don't have a body comp machine, um, there are recommendations for how do you cure your skinny fat syndrome. And I think that they're just really good, um, they're good tools to begin with. You know, we've, uh, it's the first rule uh, would be to consider eating a low glycemic, load diet. So low glycemic means when you eat a particular food, the rise in your blood sugar is low. It's only a little bit. So, for instance, a low glycemic food might be berries um, or apples as opposed to a high glycemic food, which would be the melons and the pineapples and the mangoes. So low glycemic would also be the non-starchy foods. Um, Proteins, seeds, beans, vegetables, things of that sort. So eating, of course, the the healthier foods uh, that you could choose. Uh, Making sure you do get adequate amounts of protein and get it throughout your day. The other thing that would be recommended is don't drink your calories. So don't drink a lot of sweetened um, juice-like things, um, fruit juices, of course, never a soda. Um, And, of course, recommendation is for three to four glasses of wine or alcohol a week. Don't do white flour. We've talked about this before. The white flour, uh, you know, is not healthy for us in any way. Um, I'm I'm actually more of a gluten-free, favoring person um, for many reasons uh, from an inflammatory standpoint. But as we know, anything that's flour or sugar-like will break down into sugar in your body, and that spikes your blood sugar, which then puts you at risk for the skinny fat syndrome. Um, plant foods would be a fabulous thing for us to choose from and i think this time of year it's so much easier to incorporate a plant-based diet Um, there's just so many options um, that we have available to us and grilling is so much easier um, that you know we can kind of eliminate the need for carbs if we just increase our vegetable intake
4: Barbara you don't uh, i know we've talked about this before with the gmo situation But corn is just something that everybody associates with summer as a vegetable. So is that something, corn has sugar in it too, which was probably bad for the glycemic piece of it, but it's still a vegetable. Is there something of value in eating corn for a diet like you're talking about?
5: Yeah, so the whole GMO thing is the issue. Um, if you can find, which, it's, you know, it's almost impossible to now find non-GMO-based seeds because the seed manufacturers are pushing all of the, the uh, heirloom varieties and the non-GMO varieties out of the market. Um, you know, corn, while people love it and it's, a, it's a available and abundant, really is probably not one of the best foods for you to eat because of all of those things. It still remains on the highly inflammatory food list regardless of the form in which you get it, whether it's your summertime crop or it's uh, in, you know, frozen or or otherwise. Um, so I really don't recommend corn. So what are the low
4: glycemic uh, vegetables that we have available to us now? In well, the all, summer?
5: Veg- all vegetables should be on the lower glycemic, so vegetables that are not starchy. So, you know, take out the potatoes and sweet potatoes and things of that sort. So vegetables that are, you know, uh, More greens and squashes and you've got tomatoes, um, you know, anything from a vegetable garden, peppers, cucumbers, um, any of those things would fall into your lower glycemic, um, low-calorie foods. What about carrots, Barb? So carrots are a vegetable that would be worthy to eat. Um, You know, there's a little bit of starch there, but really not um, like potatoes and things of that sort. Um, Root vegetables um, are are good for us in the long run. They don't have; they do have a little bit of a starch effect, but not anything like a potato might. Um, And so, I would say that you know, carrots are perfectly fine for us to eat. Good colors. getting back to the um now ann Cadmarin, Lynn, as you would know used to say all the time <laughs> maybe because she she was a little, a little fuller and proportioned in every angle um much like her daughter um she so, but she used to say that if, if you carried weight if you had thinner extremities and you carried weight in your middle, you were more susceptible to heart disease and diabetes and things like that. Is, that. is that in the same vein that you're speaking, or is it less obvious that women have a belly and thin everywhere when you say skinny fat? Are these people you look at and you wouldn't know from the outside because they have no, no so to speak, belly, to, to, and, and that's where they become, or is it that where they're skinny everywhere and have a belly? Yeah. So, no, they actually think that the folks that have the belly, even though we know that they could be a little bit more, they're overweight, we tell them that, you know, obesity is not good for you. It has all these other associated problems. They actually think that the skinny person that really you don't see the belly, the skinny fat person has a much greater risk of harm from their disease. So, for instance, if they have... Heart disease, they have a higher risk of having, you know, death from heart disease. If they have diabetes, they have a higher risk of more complications from diabetes. The obesity is is one issue, but the skinny fat person that you cannot recognize... by looking at them is worse. And so those folks are the ones that really, you have to have your blood sugar measured. You have to make sure you're not diabetic. You have to have your insulin because of course insulin is what helps your blood sugar. You have to have your insulin looked at. You need to look at your cholesterol profile, your triglycerides and your HDL, your good cholesterol. So you need to look at these blood tests that would be more predictive of your overall health than simply looking at the person. Because I'm telling you, I looked at this gal and I literally said to myself, oh my gosh she's really thin and this surgery is going to be a little bit difficult for me and when i got on the inside i thought we need to treat this person as a skinny fat person down the road and she needs to be you know we need to evaluate her appropriately so it really will catch you off guard if you're not doing the appropriate testing Okay, but I'm just talking about, you know how sometimes you see a real thin person and they have a belly where all the yeah. fat tends yeah. to go to. So they're not, this, they're, they're totally different than someone who's skinny fat, correct? They may not be totally different. Okay. Uh, they may have, you know, more carried in their belly than they should have. Um, but but a lot of these skinny people, you you would never think that they would be unhealthy. You know, you see yeah, the person that's... who's skinny and running miles, and then they, they're unhealthy in the end. They end up with some disease that you would not have predicted.
4: Wow. And what was the name of that machine you talked about, Barbara? Where the Body Comp Analysis? Yeah. yeah where so, are uh, they?
5: Um, some physicians offices may have them Um, it's a special it looks like a scale Um, and it just it the way it calip it calibrates um, and looks at your percent body weight your skeletal muscle mass your percentage of water Um, so you hold two handles your feet go on two metal plates and it calculates based on um, where you're holding and where you're standing all of these different measurements from arms through trunks through legs Um, and so it you know They're they're in different uh, physicians' offices. If they have, if they're doing weight management, I'm sure they have one. So if you have a primary care doctor that does a lot of weight management, I'm sure they have a body comp machine. Okay. All right. So I mean, I think that it's it's important for us. You know I brought it up for a couple reasons one we're always looking at you know how to be healthier um, Two, we, we want to make sure that we are doing the right things to keep us healthier with eating appropriately um, getting good exercise and, and actually for from this perspective it's not going out and running three miles it's actually doing some weightlifting and strength training to keep your muscle mass strong because as we age we lose our muscle mass so we want to make sure that 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 doesn't happen okay How can they find you, Barbara? So we are located across the street from Regional Hospital in Scranton. Phone number is 570-344-9997. And you can find us online at Plucknet, P-L-U-C-K-N-E-T-T dot com. Okay. Great. Well, thank you, Barbara. Once again, informative as always. Lynn? Mm-hmm. thank you everybody up there have a wonderful
0: weekend we will see you next week be safe and please be nice bye, bye. <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too